First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing. What are you waiting for? Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something Amazing. How using some etiquette might kill you. <laughs> Google has created an underwater starfish killing robot. Spies, spies, spies. Spies have been arrested. Who are the spies and who arrested them? Oh, you won't believe it. Also, have you ever wanted to mine in outer space? Well, now there's a new university course that teaches you how to do it. That and very personal stories about myself. So personal. This week on Something Something Amazing. Amazing. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Something Something Amazing. Amazing. How are you going, Matt Saracini? Great, Emily Cole. How are you? you? (laughs) I'm great. Uh, how's life? What's been going on? I feel like you're, you're, you're leading me up to something. No, I'm not baiting. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, pr- I promise. Well, you do sometimes in our friendship, I'll say something and you're like, you should have saved that for the podcast. Yeah. Like, what did you say just before? <laughs> I was like, this is prime podcast discussion material. Well, by saying it to even more people, I'm ruining it even more. But all right, we're there now. So I've been meditating. And That's um, not the surprise. That's not the surprise. I'm very like... I'm hippie-ish. And um, so I've been meditating every day and I've been using this app and the the program I'm on right now is about happiness. Yep. And it said to me today, it was like, okay, throughout your day, just look for some sort of kindness you can perform. I don't tell anyone about it. Just perform the kindness. And all day I've been looking, <laughs> trying to find kindness to do. And dear listener, here I am, ready to receive kindness <laughs> from a dear friend. So maybe over the course of this half hour. <laughs> but now I've said it. It doesn't matter. Also, I feel like I've done some kind things today, but I'm not allowed to talk about them. You bought jelly beans? Yeah. You bought some glucogels? Well, I was like influenced <laughs> by myself from the last episode. <laughs> Which reveals not only do you listen to yourself. I listen today, yes. Yeah, uh, but also that you... Uh, it's a great podcast. Have you... Do you... Li- or you listen when you edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but then I like to listen when I'm not working on yeah. it too. Because just hear it's it. It's a great podcast. It's a great podcast. Anyway, uh, we're self-aggrandizing. Wait, hang on. What, what is what this is podcast? What is is the podcast. Well, uh, the podcast is a gift in itself, something nice that you can do for another person, I Oh, guess. is this us being kind to the listeners who are using their time to listen to us speak at them? Uh, so, the podcast is Amberly and I get together once a week-ish. Uh, <laughs> we sit down and we tell each other something, and it can be anything. It can be a recipe. It can be a news story. Sorry, a recipe? <laughs> All right, a-, a cup and a half of whole wheat flour. It can be a fact. A uh, tablespoon be- and a half of bicarb. Okay, now I'm realising why. tablespoon of baking soda. It's never been a recipe because there is a rule and that thing that we tell each other must be something Something amazing. amazing. I mean, to be fair, you can make some pretty amazing things out of cauliflower. (laughs) As a vegan. Maybe one day we'll do... There's some amazing recipes I've made. I've made chicken out of cauliflower. Maybe we'll do the recipe of Chicken wings out of cauliflower. Is there a recipe podcast? I bet there is. And they're just like... And then... Oh, I guess because if you were... If you were making something, you either have to read or you have to watch a video. So, a podcast would kind of be perfect. Because it would be talking to you as it yeah, goes. Yeah, you could just have it 
playing. That'd be really good. This for, is a great idea. Would that be good for like those smart speakers, like the Google Assistant? Oh, and but the if I'm Amazon thinking Echo. about it, if you are watching a video yeah. and you have that on, yeah. you're still hearing the audio. Plus, you can see what they're doing. Yeah, so it than, is better. Yeah, maybe in a third world country that only has two G. Yeah. Then, then, you then can, that would work. Or where my parents live uh, in Perth, which has no internet, which has no internet, is in a black hole of connectivity. And you, do you know the reason they say? Why? Trees. <laughs> nah, Guys, there are trees everywhere. Internet can go And there's not trees. like particularly more trees in this area. It's just a suburb. They must be the only people in Australia excited about the MBN. They don't get the NBN, goes to the fancy neighbourhoods first. Yeah, but eventually, because it's like mandated that everybody will be connected to the NBN. You know what else is mandated? That we tell a fact. Nah, let's just keep chatting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we'll take a vote from the listeners. Put your hand up if you'd like us to keep chatting. And Heads now, down, thumbs up. And now put your hands up if you'd like us to tell a fact. Okay, that's clearly winning, so let's go into our facts. Do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. Okay. Do you know the Danish astronomer Tycho Brahe? Do I? Tycho. <laughs> um, Tyke the man. Yeah. The T-bone. Tycho is such a cool name, by the way. Is it T-Y-K-O? T-Y-C-H-O. Like, isn't there a dragon with a name that's like that? Tycho the dragon. I have no idea. Mm. The only dragons I know the mm. names of are Dragonheart, <laughs> Spiro. Do you know that the the mu- the music from Dragonheart is the music they play at like the Oscars for all the time? Do 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 do. Now we have to pay for the rights. Oh no! <laughs> but that's that's Dragonheart. Do you know what the theme from Dragonheart is very similar to the theme from A Perfect Storm? Wait, what's a perfect storm? No, not that. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's very similar. Do you know, actually, this is an amazing fact. That... <laughs> that was not one of my facts, by the No, way. but this one isn't one of my facts, but it is amazing. Okay. Do you know how, like, all um, movies... Soundtracks sound identical. Yeah. Do you know the reason? Same it's because chords. when when they are violins. When they are Hans Zimmer did oh them my all. goodness. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when they're editing, they'll use something called a temp track. Yeah. And they'll edit it to this temp track. But then the directors watch the movie so much with this temp track that they get used to it. So they're like, just make it sound like this. So like all like so all of the superhero movies use the same temp track. Right. And then when they go to actually making it, the composer is told make it sound like this because that's what the director is used to. You're right. And so it's just a reinterpretation of, of the, the same, same thing. <laughs> If you over made that, and over and over again. Imagine if you made the original temp track yeah, and you you'd just be like, like guys, ripping me off. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, anyway, Tycho, Tycho Bra. Tycho Bra. Um, <laughs> what was he, an astronomer? He was an astronomer, an astrologer, and an alchemist. Oh, wow. To, yeah, to be fair, this is in the 1500s. Triple so threat. The, the, the triple A's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, he, he didn't do it. Like, he was great. But that's not the... I'm not t- talking about how great he was. The fact has nothing to do with that. The fact has to do with how he died. Oh, good. Now, they say... Please tell me it's ironic. No, no, no. I think you'll like it, though. Um, so, he... <laughs> He is believed to have died from a bladder infection yeah. after um, politeness uh, oh, uh, no. <laughs> kept him from excusing himself to the bathroom <laughs> oh, no. during a royal banquet. <laughs> so, like a few weeks later, oh, no. his bladder ruptures and kills him. Wait, 
Oh my god So he was at a royal engagement Yeah it was like a banquet So he was like Well I cannot excuse myself At this place That would be simply rude uh, there and was, that made him die. Once I went to a show that were, had a very strict lockout policy. Oh, right. So it was like, if you well, leave... I, you know I work in a theatre and sometimes people miss like the whole act of a ballet because they go pee. Well, and they were like, if you leave, you cannot get back in. Yeah. And so the show was mesmerising and only had what one What show act. was it? Um, it was one by, I think Kate Miller-Heike did the music and it was all about puppets and indigenous... What? That sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds so. That sounds so good. Yeah, it was. It was. Can I see it? No, it was. It was only a part of like Melbourne Festival or something like that. Oh. It was very short run, but it had a puppets and. I love puppets. Yeah, I um, love puppets so much. I was dying during this show. <laughs> like I, I really just had to go. And when the they're doing all the applauses, I had such a great time. But I was trying to yeah, wrap yeah. up the applause, and then they kept bowing. <laughs> Make them stop applauding. Yeah, like, yeah that was great. Okay, uh, you as we- a singular audience member. Yeah. And then so I ran, and I I have never felt a better feeling than oh. that. Like, that is my number one top feeling. Nearly having a bladder infection and dying, <laughs> but instead getting to pee. Have I? told you about my bladder um, ultrasound story? No. I, I haven't told it on the podcast. Here we go. Here's some insight you didn't need on me. Uh, <laughs> once I got a bladder ultrasound and, and they need to uh, ultrasound your bladder when it's full and when it's empty. So they ask before you come to drink like four liters of water or so. Super full, yeah. And I remember um, reading that like humans, uh, uh, we're so bad at hydrating ourselves mm. that generally our body just sucks it up and people get to this appointment and it's like they're not full enough because their body needed the water. Right. So I drink like six liters You're of like, water. I'm not going to leave this to chance. Yes. And now it's also important to establish that I am a fainter. And in year seven, there was a girl who fainted in my class and she peed herself. So I have a fear of fainting and peeing myself. <laughs> I know what's going to happen in my life. I don't know when. It's going to happen. Okay. And also, being around doctors makes me feel faint because of injections and blood. Ex- I'm, yeah, a, I'm, like, I'm an, an 1800s woman, like right. that. It needs to like swoon. <sighs> anyway, so get. I've drunk six liters of water, and I've come to this specialist. Um, I'm a child. I'm not a child. I'm a teenager. But my mum made the appointment, um, and she got the time wrong. So we're there like half an hour, oh. 45 minutes early. And you can't pee, of course. You can't pee, and and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna faint, and I'm gonna pee all over this place. This is a nightmare. Um, and so uh, we went up, and we're like, can is and can we get her in? Is there anything we can do? Like she's very full up at the moment. And they said she can go and let a little bit out. <laughs> so I had to go to the little bathroom squirt. and just let a little bit out. You know. And then I went. And then I went. And I got the ultrasound, and they were like. This is the fullest bladder I've ever seen. Wow, lucky you let a little bit out. Yeah, and then when I went to the bathroom after that, Matt Saracini, that was the best best feeling feeling in the world. I've ever felt in my whole life. And you know when you like sometimes, this is going to, this is where we are, you're just (laughs) on the toilet and like you're peeing and you're like, this has been too long. Yeah, oh, sometimes I am. Have amazed. I been here over a minute? Oh, I amaze myself when I'm like, wow, that is the capacity. How much can you That's got to be some new world record. Because that was six litres. <laughs> the water <laughs> bowl a is squirt. overflowing. Yeah. So um, I know how you're feeling, but this, but it didn't work out well for Tycho Brahe in the end, and that's how he died out of politeness. The politest He was man like, in well, it's, it wouldn't be good etiquette to leave. So he didn't. He just stayed and then he died. I'm never afraid to stop a bus because I need to pee. Stop a bus? Well, like, Wait, you know do how you pee on buses? Do you know like when a bus Do you bus mean you're is- walking down the street and you need to pee so you hail a bus and then get on and <laughs> 
pee all over it. No, and I'm like, when you're on a bus that's booked to go on a long journey. Oh, I see what you mean. And you're the only person who needs to pee. Yeah. I'm not afraid to go, hey, driver, hey, I need to pee. I need to inconvenience everyone. <laughs> because I don't want to faint and then piss myself. <laughs> Um, okay. Hey, what do you think of that? <laughs> well, I loved all the stories around it, but that initial fact was yeah. also something, something amazing. Okay. 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 Oh, what? A collaboration between the Queensland University of Technology, as it's known, QUT, uh, Google, and the Great Barrier Reef Foundation has led to the creation of a killer robot. Of course. Have you heard about this? No, but it it makes complete sense. This thing is called the Ranger Bot, and it goes out to the Great Barrier Reef. And now these scientists from the Australian Institute of Marine Science believe that between 1985 and 2012, 50% of the coral was eaten by this starfish called the Crown of Thorn Starfish. I like that name. So it's like a massive pest, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so what they did is they built Ranger Bot to find these starfish with something like 99.4% accuracy, so really high, finds these starfish that, that are killing the coral reef on the Great Barrier Reef and then issues them a poison injection. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah, and then the, the, the coral-eating starfish dies mm. and then um, the robot's like, great job, me, well done, have a biscuit. <laughs> So, it costs $750,000 to build. That's not that much. Google paid for it. Well, they've got lots of money. Yeah. They've got Googles of money. Well, actually, the Google Impact Challenge is designed to help non-profits who are developing technologies to tackle big social challenges. Mm. And I, I mentioned this in a fond light because I feel like the last two episodes I've just been mean to Google. Like, I talked <laughs> about the guy who sued Google. I talked about Google and it's translate just oh, spitting yeah, out those... Oh, yeah, death day messages. ...religious prophecies. So, um, I'm going to be nice to Google in this episode and say, good on you for giving QUT the money to, go, to build a killer robot drone that is hunting for these starfish and then issuing poison <laughs> injections to clear the reef it can dive for eight hours at a time it's driven by an ipad you can learn how to drive it in like 15 minutes and then it just goes and stabs the reef pests with lethal injections and helps cull the population ambly cull is my name oh yeah, ambly cull the population yeah <laughs> i really thought you were just like having a moment with yourself just there. saying my name just, matt saracini matt saracini Amberly Cull. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that could be that could be what we do. Um, you know how when you're listening to music that is um, like royalty free, mm. and then halfway through they'll just like say over it the company, so you're not using it without yeah. paying for it. It'll just be like junglebeats.com. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with our podcast, Amberly Cull. <laughs> <laughs> There's this technology called, I think it's called Lyrebird. Yeah. And the whole idea is that you can feed it half an hour of a voice and then it can make you say anything after that. That's not okay. Yeah, So, and it only takes like 30 minutes of audio. But oh. Have you ever met someone who has your voice? What? No, have like, you? Because all of my jobs require to talk over the radio. Yeah. And so maybe when it's through radio, it's a bit different. But because I have quite a young voice, there's if there's another girl who has a young voice, everyone's like, thanks, Amberly. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think your voice is very unique. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever found someone who writes the same as you? No. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. 
You feel so so connected to them. <laughs> Wait, what are you just looking at people? Well, you just like notes? notice someone writing, and you're like, "Hang on, that's my writing." Oh, it can be very similar, and you you have an instant bond. I, Isn't it? I also find it so cool that we all have our own way of writing, our own handwriting. I haven't written in a long time. Oh, really? No. You're such a tech boy, techie I'd, boy. Yeah, I think it would be very um, messy now. Yeah, well, apparently, uh, girls girls generally have better handwriting than boys, and the reason is is when we're younger, we're encouraged to play with things that use fine motor skills, like putting up buttons on a Barbie, whereas boys are like, play with truck and block. Really? And so they don't develop the skills as well, apparently. Well, that's why you get your kids playing piano as early as possible. Yeah, but then I don't know what to say about doctors. I think their brains work too fast. They're so smart that their brains work faster than their hands. My hand can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I haven't written something for a long time. Oh, I like to journal now. Do you? <laughs> I'm such a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on a, like, a self-fulfillment a, journey. Going on a real <laughs> adventure, aren't you? It's a new, new phase of new, me. New, new me. I'm just like basically the best me I've ever been. No, I'm not. I'm using tools. <laughs> <laughs> I have craxis. You know, there's a thing you can get, like you print out a page on the internet and then you write like capital A, little case A. Oh, and you can make a font of your own writing. Exactly. I would love that. It's so easy to do and you just literally scan it in and then you can upload it as a font on your computer. But also... And then you can write as you on the computer. I quite enjoy my handwriting. We're both in a um, impro troupe together yeah. and uh, every time we'll write something on the board mm. and I always want to be the one writing it. Because you've got nice handwriting. Well, and also I just feel special. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're a kid in primary school and you get to write on the board. No, once I got that job of doing the writing on the board... And there was a very easy word that I did not know how to oh, spell. Oh, yeah, that does happen to me a lot. And it was the most embarrassing moment of my life. So I've never <laughs> gone back and done it again. Lest I faint and pee in front of the audience as well. It's going to happen. <laughs> Even if it's not in front of an audience. I know, I've already accepted in my life that it will happen. One day I hope I've you already come, come to terms with it. One day I hope you come onto the podcast and just go, it happened. Do you know I fainted twice whilst holding my violin and both times I saved my violin before myself? Oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you playing like at the time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there footage? No. Oh, I wasn't a performance. It ah. was at, in rehearsal. And the poor like guy who was my violin teacher had to suddenly deal with this child on the floor clutching her violin. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Yeah, I was a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, you'll go. Great. Um, Iranians arrest 14 squirrels for espionage. <laughs> Say no more. I'm out. That's perfect. <laughs> Don't even tell me another word. Islamic Republic's intelligent agents allege rodents were carrying advanced Western spy gear. So Iranian intelligence operatives recently detained over a dozen squirrels, 14, in fact, um, found within the nation's borders, claiming the rodents were serving as spies for Western powers determined to undermine the Islamic Republic. This is one hell of an acid trip, guys. <laughs> uh, if you were- <laughs> the squirrels are spying on us. Get them. Get them. Uh, Where's your wires? <laughs> Take us to your leader. This, who's saying this? Is it the squirrels? No, this is the Iranians. Are they talking to the squirrels? Yes. They're oh. I, okay, no, do it again. <laughs> you will tell the truth. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. 
Um, Iranian police commander Esmail Ahmadi Mokadam, sorry about that, uh, confirmed the report <laughs> saying that the squirrels have been caught bearing foreign spy gear within uh, Iran's borders. Is there like some kind of war going on or something? Like, why is everyone really on edge about these squirrels? Some reports say that some of them had some like embedded GPS sensors like in them. Um, I mean, it's all nuts. Ha <laughs> ha, nuts. <laughs> but was there spy gear? It hasn't been confirmed. We don't know, but we know that they were arrested. We know that they were accused. Yes. Free the squirrels. <laughs> Get them out. They're prisoners of war. It's like when you're like, um, I mean, I don't know, but I, I assume it's like when you're like, you have a younger sibling and you mm. get them to do your dirty work because you know that they're cute and yeah. they might get away with it. Yeah. Get these squirrels to do the dirty work. This is similar, but not the same. Once I um, found our Christmas presents, <gasps> like as a kid yeah. in the back of mum and dad's cupboard, yeah. found the Christmas presents and one of the presents was um, a nightlight mm. and so I was like better test this out now plugged it into the wall turned it on could not get it out of the wall <gasps> it was stuck it was a bad nightlight number yeah. one well I think it was still pretty much in its packaging so it was like a real real danger move anyway so uh, of course I couldn't get it out of the wall and you know what do I do pretend to run I run yeah, yeah I run right. out of the room and then the coward's way out and then <laughs> <laughs> and then the parents see the nightlight in the wall and they're like, oh, no, one of one these of the children. little shits have discovered <laughs> the Christmas presents. Let's march And they want us here. to know that they know. Look at this, <laughs> this violence <laughs> that like they've left. A, putting a head on a stake as a warning <laughs> to the others. No, so they marched us all into the bedroom and they were like, who did this? And, you know, no dessert until somebody admits oh, it. I remember that. Yeah, like in, in school where they're like, if, if no one comes forward, you're all punished. We're going to leave you alone and you've got to come and tell us who did this. <sighs> so anyway, I convinced my little brother. That he'd done it? That he had done it. He had not done oh, it. It was my me. my goodness, Matt. But I was so convincing that he <laughs> believed he had done it. Yeah. And he this went, is like some Darren Brown stuff. I don't know. Like, I'm a sociopath. Yeah. Like, that's awful. Maybe you're a mentalist. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and so he, like, walked out and said, Mom, Did Dad, it was me. Did you ever admit it to him? Oh, like, years later, yeah. as in when we were adults. How did he was, take it? He's like, I do not remember. <laughs> I do not <laughs> remember you've that. you've held it in this, like, oh, guilt-ridden place it. for years. I cannot forget it. Like, him going forward and them going... I'm glad you told us, but no dessert to you. Lisa, Matt, get in here. You can have dessert. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. Heartbreaking. Isn't it awful? <laughs> anyway, that's. Anyway, that's. Iranians, uh, the gov- Iranian government detained some squirrels. That is. For being spies. Something, something amazing. amazing. Alrighty, lucky last. Oh, what's it going to be? Do you know about space mining? Matt Sarasini. <laughs> Do you, know you have it? to ask me that. No, I don't know about space. Oh, do you mean like going onto Mars and seeing what materials are up there? Yeah, I mean, if you had to guess what it is, you're, you're I would pre- say going up to Mars and seeing what materials there it, are up there. Basically, saying humans are consuming too much on Earth, and one day we might need some stuff from other places. Here's a fact yeah. that a, a friend told me the other day. Yes. Um. So we keep building buildings, right? <laughs> Correct. We're like making buildings all the time. Yeah. But the earth isn't getting heavier because where are we getting those materials for the buildings? The ground. The earth. Yeah. But what I don't know 
is we keep making babies and we can make babies out of not much. Not much um, at all. Not much weight at least. Very and they minimal. grow into whole humans and yeah. we've got much more population. But then I was thinking we have much less animals. Ah, oh, so it's all So I wonder again. if the world is just staying the who, same weight. Who the hell weighs the earth anyway? How do you do it? You can't because of gravity. But I wondered if like we're just like compressing like from all sides, right. like just like pushing in a little bit. Right. <laughs> As our bones just grind into the earth and then more bones come on top. We're like a, a an everlasting gobstopper and like we're just we're just we're just pushing into that bottom. Did you remember I'm sorry, we're going on so many tangents, but do you remember the story of the I don't know if you were warned with this, but like we I used to eat everlasting gobstoppers every time we went camping. So it was like big on my like priorities to know about everlasting gobstoppers uh, i mean like the giant ones that oh, like yeah. they would da- they, like every day you'd like do a little bit more li- like you'd lick it all day and you'd get down one more layer like and it was ke- gross like, i kept it in an egg cup oh that's a good idea yeah. i think i kept it in like foil yeah um but apparently <laughs> some kids put it into uh the microwave yeah and they microwaved it for a really long time to see what would happen and it came out and it just was like nothing had happened they were like oh weird and then they bit into it and the temperature of the stuff inside was that of molten lava oh my god and they burnt their faces off is that like a horror story as a kid like an urban legend yeah but i can see how it would be true in like probably probably not molten lava but like definitely like dangerously hot would you know how a microwave works how so basically everything in the whole world has a thing called a natural resonance, which is like, imagine a kid on a swing and when you push the swing at just the right time, mm. uh, it goes back and forth naturally, right? It's called something like harmonic motion. Perpetual I'm not a motion. physicist, so sorry if I'm getting motion. this slightly wrong. Gravity. Yeah, yeah. So basically if you push the kid on the swing at just the right time, push, push, if you get that rhythm exactly right, it yeah. will form a perfect Motion. Okay. Uh, it's called harmonic motion. Now, apparently, everything. How has many this. children have they pushed on swings to find this out? <laughs> I guess one. It was a <laughs> Where eureka did they find moment. these children? <laughs> it was a eureka moment. So, um, everything in the whole world, like this bag, the microphones we're holding, this laptop, it Just has. Giving you a bit of a p- picture of the room, right? <laughs> <laughs> Our CBD recording studio. <laughs> it has a natural harmonic motion. That's beautiful. Uh, including water, water molecules, and they oh. worked out exactly what that um, frequency was. Yeah, and they said. Well, what we can do is we can blast um, microwaves at radiation. At, yeah, at the water molecules at that exact same frequency, which agitates them, makes oh. them move really fast, and then of course heats up whatever it is. Wow. So if you um, are heating stuff up in the microwave, you need some kind of wetness to it for it to really work. Yeah. Or you add a little bit of water into the microwave oh, to make wow. it work. Because that's what the microwave is actually doing, agitating the water molecules. That's amazing. So that they move really fast and create heat. Why is this not your fact? <laughs> and I just have never thought about how a microwave works. I'm like, yeah, you just put it in and it heats it up. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Because I, lo- I love questions like this. So there's actually a really amazing video of um, a bridge in, I think, the US, but mm. it was like when they had olden day cars yeah. and it was in black and white. And what accidentally happened by like a freak of nature is the wind was uh, at the exact same frequency as the harmonic motion of the bridge. Yeah. So the bridge started swinging a little bit and then it would get <gasps> like 
uh, it started swinging I I really seen this, yeah. wildly and the cars are flying off. It was yeah. a real tragedy. But then that's why um, bridges moving forward, they have to actually... Check the har- harmonic motion. Well, they actually have to create things on the bridge that account for the fact yeah, that wow. that could happen. But before that, bridges were just like suspension bridges that didn't have that. Well, slightly un- unrelated, but you know how I'm a big old hippie now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did sound, we did sound healing when we were in Bali and that's <laughs> that's on the thought that your body's mostly made up of water yes. and uh, vibration affects that. So they do things at like a low resonance and, and like really vibrate to like heal your body. Yes, yeah, And like thing. when at the zoo, when we play uh, the elephants, like things that are like really low in frequency because they can hear much lower than us, they love it. They yeah. go nuts. Like you play a didgeridoo or a bassoon or something for an elephant and they just like their heart sings. <laughs> so anyway, space mining. Yes, yeah, sorry, space mining. <laughs> so um, this is the most tangent episode of all time. All time. Uh, so there's a school in Colorado called the School of Mines, and it's got the, the world's- School of Mimes. Yep, and it's got the world's first. Do space- they all wear black leotards and pretend they're in boxes? <laughs> Mines. Uh, it's the world's first space mining program. And so what you can do is you can go to this school. Uh, semester started a couple of weeks There's ago. There's no furniture. You have to pretend August about all of it. Mine. Mines. Uh, so the university. And it's really quiet there. <laughs> Has uh, master's and doctoral degrees as well as 12 credit certificates, which where you go and you learn, amongst other things, how to capture H2O embedded in the moon's crust. Whoa. Yeah, and how to like mine Sounds minerals delicious, from, from rocks in zero gra- or low gravity. Uh, and guest speakers from Colorado's long line of mining and aerospace companies will visit the classes and perhaps the kitchen. What? <laughs> Yeah, moon crust. Oh, and perhaps the kitchen co-founder, Kimball Musk, can convince his brother <gasps> to deliver a talk or Elon. two. Elon. Yeah, wow. You love Elon. I love Elon. You know, Elon did a podcast recently that went for two and a half hours and he spoke about AI and like fossil fuels and then smoked and weed. you just geeked out. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't actually. How was a high Elon? Um, he didn't really inhale, to be honest. He Aww. just kind of puffed it in the mouth. <laughs> Loser. He's trying to, like, get in with the kids. <laughs> yeah, I smoke the the Ganges. I'm smoking weed. I do the... I, is it 420? Time for me to get my... my, 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 my what are they called? My uh, herb on. <laughs> Let's bong on, kids. <laughs> you, you must have heard the episode. That's exactly what it was. Um, all right, so that's my facts. Beautiful. Hey, I'll tell you what I recommend, by the way. Yeah, please do. Never be polite. Yeah. Because you'll die. <laughs> I recommend uh, filling your bladder as far as possible mm. just so you can feel the sweet <laughs> the, release. The release. The, the best feeling in the world. That's oh, so good. I recommend performing acts of kindness, but don't tell anyone about it. Or you could tell everyone about it on a podcast. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my act of kindness. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way your eyes just darted around the room just then. In panic. <sighs> <laughs> I recommend going to see the Great Barrier Reef while you still can. I recommend emailing us in at hello something amazing at gmail.com. With any anything you want to say. <laughs> With anything at all. <laughs> anything at all. I recommend having a great week and being kind to others. I already did that one. But 
I guess I didn't wish them a great week. I, yeah, have a great week. <laughs> if you're uh, in Melbourne, yeah. it's like sunny again, yes. and I am so happy. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>